0: Did you know that Dick Van Dyke is 97 years old and he's married to somebody almost half his age? You're listening to Warren Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike.
1: What's happening, everybody? It's Big Mike coming at you. It's Warren Beer in the Chief Seats. It's Friday night. Time to have fun. We got some interesting topics tonight. NASCAR coming back. Season starts this weekend. We got, of course, Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. He'll be covering an Elton John album. And then we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff. We get we're gonna talk, we got the state fair in town. We had the Super Bowl last weekend. So there's lots of subjects to cover in the world of warm beer and the cheap seats. So let's get it started,
2: Casey. So we're we're gonna open with Dick Van Dyke.
0: Well, I was under the he impression. was a chimney
2: sweep, you know. No,
0: I had another one, but I thought there was something else happening.
2: All right, look, I, if you, I think we could, all, all right. right first on. off, with the Dick Van Dyke, hang I, on. I, I think we could do the intro a little different if you don't mind. Well, no. Oh, do we okay, want to retry right. it? Right, Here, look, I, I, what do you look, mean? look, I.
1: All right, we're going to start it again.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay, so we'll hey, take every- it from the top,
1: and I, I have the
2: clapper. Oh, my. It's more than just chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Dick Man Dykes got that little girl. Warm Beer and the Cheap WB. WBCS uh, uh, with Big Mike and Casey. Okay. Take it away, Big Mike. Uh-huh.
0: Music has healing power. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa,
3: It has
0: the ability to take people out of themselves for a few hours. Charlton John once said this. <coughs> Welcome to Warm Beer and the Cheap It says Sweet Melissa and Big <laughs> Mike
2: and Casey. Take it away. All right, all right, all right. First off, that's the rhino over there just running through everything here. Oh, boy. I right. know. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just stomping right. all over everything like you saw a fire in the woods. Stampy over here.
0: Elton John also once said sometimes when I'm flying over the Alps. I think that's like all the cocaine I sniffed.
2: No, 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 no. Like a bear. We know
0: this is yeah. warm beer. The cheap
2: Bears based on Elton John. Oh, boy. All right. Are we doing this again? Okay. Here, I'll show you how it's done. Okay. Take three. Is it me or is it another hot girl summer? Because Aaron Rodgers is in this little deprivation cage to know whether or not he can play football for another season. We're gonna be sitting waiting, and I hope he's got his bikini body when he's ready. This is warm beer in the cheap seats. WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Big Mike, take it away. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Let me try one more time. Okay, all
2: right. Hold on, hold okay. on.
0: One
2: more. Let eat. That's not how it works. I mean, was he in a deprivation cage or did he go into the He's, he's going in this weekend. Oh, I thought he, he was, already did this. No, he's supposed to go in this weekend. Hopefully, he's listening to the but podcast. But is it, is it a cage he's really we'll, – We'll discuss or it's it. It's like, okay. a, like a room or hold something. Hold on. You know?
1: Let's just restart this and we'll cover that. That'll be on the show too. I'll –
0: I mean, I got to answer that, but that one was pretty good. Happy first birthday to Animal and Beaker. Did you know that there is a banned book library in St. Pete? You're listening to Warren Beer and the Cheap Seats Podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike.
1: Hey, it's Big Mike coming at you Friday night. I'm not going to repeat what I said just earlier because you heard me three intros ago. <laughs> So, we're just going to get to the show. Uh, Take it away, Casey. Uh, Yeah, I don't.
0: He's playing the music again.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, so uh, back to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And then we're going to cover there's a band book library. (laughs) Yeah. We're gonna cover that too. Let's go back to Aaron Rodgers. I thought he already went into the woods. No, he's supposed to be this weekend. So is he going in the cage or is he going in the? Well, woods? I
2: called it a cage, but he he was supposed to be going into uh, a room or like a, a dark. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, and he's gonna deprive himself of anything, any sensory input. Yeah, this he's guy's a, a fucking weirdo, isn't he?
2: Dude, he's got a lot of hot girl energy. <laughs> What's that mean? what well, means
0: like a, being
2: a Karen? He, well, no, not a Karen, but oh. a lot of, he just, he's, he's got just, issues, man. There's just a lot of stuff going on oh, there. Oh, I
1: see. I got you. Hot girl energy. Ten yeah, four.
2: Not Not good. Copy that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean. He's, how he's like our age, isn't he? Close to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Or a few years younger. All right. He's in his 40s. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And he's acting like, hey, like. Hey, in his 40s. Isn't this, don't you just go
1: do the old pros and cons? You draw a piece on a piece of paper, you draw the line, draw the top line, pros, cons.
2: Yeah, the Packers, do we want to pay this guy 50 million a year to just get booted out of the playoffs in the first round? Well, well for Aaron Rodgers, if he if he gets let go by the Packers, does it, somebody will pick him up.
0: I think they should make a sure. reality TV show of him in this little cube.
1: They should. Go- no, that do would think- not, that
2: would he, he would love that. He'd love nothing. Do you think he feeds
1: that. on that? Feeds on the weird shit that he does?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. he's he Oh yeah. For sure.
1: Do you think he's going to be wearing like speedos <laughs> in the woods? What do you think he's going to dress like? Do you think he's going to dress like a fucking weirdo or
2: go out in the woods
1: like a a real man with blue jeans and
2: He's going to come out and say he wrote like a poem and it'll go something like this. Milk, milk, lemonade. Around the corner, fudges made. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I know that poem. Oh,
0: maybe he doesn't know it because he's trapped himself in the woods. He's not in an isolated room. He's in the woods.
2: I thought it was an isolated room.
0: I did too. Okay.
2: It could
1: be.
0: Okay, but guess, guess what? He doesn't know.
1: What does he not know?
0: report packers are disgusted with aaron Rodgers. they're done with him
2: yeah no no, shit. no who, who's who's uh where's that headline
0: everybody nbc sports new york post aaron Rodgers has disgusted the packers They're well
2: you can't ever take the new
1: york the post, post is kind of that's kind of sketch
2: cbs sports bleacher report all right those are a little bit more
0: Packersnews.com Oh, that's not that's not kind of the same.
2: Yeah, that's probably put out by the GM. Probably, man. I mean, he Packers
1: is propaganda.
2: What? What a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm.
1: He does seem like kind of a yeah, just a just a weirdo, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know, man. It's so he's gonna go in the basement. Stuff.
0: NBC Sports would that be accurate no?
2: I don't know. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, sure.
0: Adam Schefter.
2: Oh. That's the guy for ESPN. He breaks all their stories. Hold on,
0: I'm opening
2: it. I think he I think uh Aaron Rodgers really hates Adam Schefter though. Uh hi lady Jill.
0: Adam Schefter says he's staying with the Packers.
2: Yeah, well, he might know. That's weird. So anyway, Hmm. So, anyways, Valentine's
1: came and went. Valentine's came and went. Um, Valentine's Day.
2: Heart-shaped pizza?
1: No heart-shaped pizza. Mm. That was my idea. Lady Jill had a better idea. So, Lady Jill and her mom, the legend TL. Yes. Were over with my folks for Super Bowl Sunday. We had a little spread. And Lady Jill was like, hey let's go to the fair. Mm. And I was like, Hey, that's a great idea. The Florida state, Florida state fair. Lady Jill knows how to get to my heart. And she's like, it's half off day. I'm like, you do love me, Lady Jill. Don't you? (laughs) So not only did we get in for half off, we tasted many of the delicacies the Florida state fair has to offer. Lady Jill wanted me to make sure to put this disclaimer in. So we don't sound like gluttons. Mm. Lady Jill and I split everything. So I, I told Lady Jill, I'm like, hey, I got an idea. So that we can sample many of the great delicacies here at the Florida State Fair. Mm. Why don't we just split whatever we get? Order one, whatever it is, can and split you it.
0: split a fried cheesecake?
1: We, we actually had oh. fried burritos and fried... Um, Snickers? Nope. Cookie dough. Oh. And we got it from the same vendor we got them, got them from last year. I and they were I very good. Saying that last
2: year. That's it was You're good. Like it's leftover stock from last year, That's too. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: fuck it. It's fried, so yeah. you know, it, the that, that hot oil makes everything right.
0: Right, like those French fries that were found in a cave from 100 years
1: ago. Just throw them in hot oil. They'll be fine. Oh, okay. is that from those guys that used to eat uh, bad food? That was, what was that called? That was called Eating History. <laughs> that didn't get picked up by the History Channel, by that the was, way. That
2: was, like, the most fascinating show.
1: I thought it was a great show. I thought it was really cool. Did they, somebody some... die from that?
2: No, yeah. nobody died. <laughs> no, but they should have had, like, a follow-up, like, uh, yeah. you know, like, them, like, what their shit looks like the next <laughs> yeah. day. Ow. Botulism. Yeah.
4: No botulism. Like, <laughs> will kill you. That's the one you don't want. You know yeah, they're like, botulism. "Whoa, it's really stinky shit." Yeah. So back th- that, that can is really swollen. I'm interesting in what's in the contents. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fry it first. Yeah, that'll kill oh, everything. Boy. What, are
2: you talking about he's frying his shit? I guess so. That's kind of weird.
4: No, the, the botulism. It's <laughs> in the can. You open, oh yeah it's yeah, a yeah swollen yeah. can. Yeah my, yeah I got my, you. Just fry
1: Fried it. Shit. That's on because hot oil fixes everything
4: so here's a botulism i think has got a leg up on hot oil i think there's just
1: i don't know we you know what that that's uh that's to be
4: determined
0: all you do is you get some botox and you're good
4: okay you got that yeah i'm writing that down
1: yeah write that down (laughs) so here's here's our fair menu that we went with okay okay we got steak tips I'm sure it was a good
2: cut it of steak. A,
1: a, it, Casey, it was pretty fucking decent. We got it. It's the pickle. The name of the stand was the Pickle Barrel Steak Tips or some shit like that. They had a pretty, they had a nice
2: fucking trailer. You know what? It was the finest horse I ever ate.
1: It was good horse. <laughs> whatever, whatever cut of steak it was, it was tender and delicious. Yeah. We drank the steak juice. Hey, he's good off the enough for Native
4: it. Americans. It's good enough for me.
2: Yeah.
1: So we did that. That was that was the lead off at right. the fair. Right. Steak tips. Followed up by a cheesesteak. Mm. Okay. And here's the thing at the fair. Here's the part. Me being me. I have to like check all the stands out. And Lady Jill didn't understand this about me last year this year she's more accepting of this so we found the stand that i thought looked like had the best chance to produce a good cheesesteak it was good it was a good fucking cheesesteak you could have served it in a restaurant i paid almost as much as you'd pay in a restaurant (laughs) without the sides inflation man i was gonna
0: say that half off they had to get you somewhere
1: they didn't use to steak them it was actually like some kind of shaved beef okay they fried it on a flat top in front of you yep not one piece of cheese three pieces of cheese and a heaping helping of peppers and onions on
4: the top mm. all right a heaping helping so that's Heap it a helping quarter cup half cup help me out uh i'm gonna go good half cup there you go
0: did you google my botulism treatment because i did because you made me question myself and i'm right
4: all right, so here's a quick I wasn't question. I was anything. I just was writing it down. Posts. So has anyone had
2: cheesesteaks in Philly before? Yeah. Anyone?
1: I, I, I've eaten them in my part of New Jersey where I'm from, which is mm-hmm. close enough.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm Only from of. Chef
4: Nick, who is from Philly, the one that won't kill, cook the uh, philly, Oh, uh...
1: listen, mm-hmm. you
4: know what? Oh, I got it. Talk. Chef about, Nick rules. Here's what Cheese's we can about. do. It was a real Philly, though. Shaved ribeye, you know? Nice to bring the bread in.
1: There is a place up the street from actually a street over, I should say from Studio C called Philly Flavor that they do cheesesteaks. yeah I've been that craving will a cheese steak that'll really be a show meal maybe that that will be the show meal next week. I'll get oh. that. okay. okay, and up we down. can uh, and we can have a cheese, uh, uh, in-depth cheesesteak discussion nice. Mm-hmm. They even sell tasty cakes there, from what I understand. Ooh. Hey, I just want a little shout
4: cake. out to uh, white haired Tommy Kieran in, in Middleburg. He, uh, yeah. he passed. He was a, oh. a huge food snob. I tell you, this guy had a palate and he could taste everything. But the biggest compliment ever was from this guy he said, that I, had, I made the best wings he's ever had. And coming from Tommy, that's high praise. Rest in uh, peace. Indeed. Buddy.
2: Yep. We'll catch you on the other side, bud. Yeah.
4: Godspeed, pal. Love
2: this hot. So
1: after the cheesesteak.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: We went, with a, cheese steak. we went with tea we went with a piece of pizza. Decent slice. Okay. It was a the they were actually hand tossing them in the in the trailer. Yeah. Really? Impressed. Impressed. The sauce was very good. Uh, Lady Jill was very impressed with the sauce. It was a little on the sweet side, not too sweet. Mm-hmm. Definitely not canned. Good amount of cheese. My, for my liking, I would have liked it a little more on the well done yeah, side. Mike, where was the
4: location of this? This is at I the Florida the first, State at the Florida State Fair.
1: Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, Lady Jill and I did a food tour at the fair. Big Ed, we ju- we whatever we ordered, we split so we could maximize gotcha. our sampling of the sale,
4: the fair delicacies. Was it ever that good that you like mm, get your own?
1: <laughs> no, nah, no, you know <laughs> it. Know your it's own. it's now nah, you know the, the serving the pizza. I could have used a little bigger slice, yeah. but the steak tips. I'm going to tell you, they probably gave us seven to eight ounces of steak wow so it was a decent it was a decent amount of steak they did club me for 18 bucks but again it's the fair right okay i went in there knowing this the cheese steak they clubbed me for i think it was nine bucks or ten bucks it's not bad it's not, it's not bad
0: worse.
1: the slice of pizza was five bucks yeah pizza was decent it was homemade it definitely not a canned sauce lots of cheese. Like I said, I could I could have used it a little more on the well-done side, but it was good. Good slice. I'd, I I would have eaten another slice. Then the follow-up was a corn dog. We picked the corn dog stand with the longest line. And all night this corn dog stand, it was one in front of the Expo Hall. It yep. was Smitty's buttermilk corn dogs. Okay. And they had a line. Lady Jill's like there's a line. I said, well, th- maybe that's the one we should get in. They're obviously doing something right. This corn dog was amazing. Mm. Crispy. The, 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 the coating was crispy. You had a little bit of that um, cornmeal to it. Sure. To give it that crisp and a little texture. But the inside was like a pillowy pancake.
2: That's nice. Oh, amazing.
1: (laughs) All beef hot dog. And again, not too bad. They clubbed me for five bucks on the corn dog. Oof, they killed you on the corn dog. They clubbed me on the corn dog. Is that bad? They clubbed you with a corn dog. They did club me, But with this corn dog, if they let me eat it after they clubbed me with it, I'm okay. So, Smitty's, hey, anybody going to the...
0: Jill thinks
1: it was seven. Was it seven? Oh, no, we got a Coke with it. I did... Hey, give me... I went for the coke and corndog combo which knocked it down to five bucks
0: the ccc oh you paid it, less
2: i paid less with a coke but yeah. i paid five bucks for a coke now did you see any interesting events or things at the fair other than just there's food? a
1: band we we did catch a band when we had dessert when we had our fried oreos and fried cookie dough they were mm-hmm. pretty decent playing uh some classic rock Right. Um, I did want to see the Clydesdales, but it was too late in the day to go see the Clydesdales. I wanted to hug one. Aww. I really love Clydesdales. Do you think they'd let me hug a Clydesdale? Uh, they're pretty not. big, dude, to probably... hug. I, mean, I would hug you, you, one. Though.
4: You, when you were up close, that's a big fucking I know. Horse. They're they're big horses. I'd hug one, though. They let well, me... That was my favorite when I was a kid to go to Bush Gardens see the Clydesdales. To see the I Clydesdales, they're right, they're Big, they're big Ed? Oh the best they're just so majestic they are
1: you took the words out of my mouth very majestic i told lady jill Mm -hmm. i want to see the clydesdale and she was like the clydesdale she's like why the hell do you want to see those i'm like it's the budweiser clydesdales
0: that's why because we all went to beer
2: school see i like the the midwest state fairs because like uh like iowa they have an event called husband calling (laughs) what yeah and they'll have like women who are like fail 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 are fail, you serious yes and the they name. have these women and they do and they'll do like uh-huh. whistles and cackles and all sorts of things
0: wait are you for real
2: yeah but you gotta think too uh the idea the premise is the calling is because they're out it, it's from a l- latter day, but you're out in a farm, it's acres, uh, you call them to get their Oh, in. makes sense. So you'll have one like, come <laughs> here, come here, come here, Bill, come here, come here. You know, I don't know. It's it's pretty so cool they <laughs> all have their the special- and
4: calling their name.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Get your ass in. Funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, none, none, none of
2: that at the this Barton is- State Fair. Nope. <laughs> They should have like a Florida man exhibit. Oh, Casey,
4: I was just gonna. You just took the word out of my mouth. Yeah, they should. It's a no brainer. Maybe, maybe we should write the fair. Yeah, maybe we could just start our own and just have a you know, a booth or whatever to stage. We and, could listen. Yeah,
2: well, oh, we're we're, we're, we're building, talk. Yeah, because well, we're gonna build the Florida man, Florida man Hall, the Hall of Fame in yeah.
1: So with that being the case, I bet you we can get a, a booth at the fair or at least something, you know, where they do the county displays and all that shit. Oh, that would be great. We could get in there. That'd
2: be bitching, dude. Yep. You're like, look, you could see this guy like on meth right here.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, we have him like in Just give out
4: it, You know, have like a wall of fame. And then I like, can't post their addresses underneath them so you can go see them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just see, see, him see him live in, in action. Yeah. Yeah. Go down the homestead.
1: <laughs> live in action
4: in Marion County. Yep. Go down the celebration. Du- Duval. Hey, you know who else uh, died this week? Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch? Yeah. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, she passed. Yeah. She's eighty-two years old. Wow. Yeah. She worked up until two thousand seven. I just did a I'm not gonna do a montage like I normally do, but just I was it's worth the mention though. She was uh, oh, pretty smoking hot even into her seventies. Yes. Uh actually on grit they have Handy Calder on right now, and she looks uh fan fucking fabulous. Wow.
0: Who?
4: She gets a twenty-one Wells. uh cock salute. Whoa. Well, that's uh, that's great. She's in the Boner Hall of Fame. I mean, come on. Oh, my God.
1: Well, I don't think this show's going to be very family friendly. <laughs> that shit just went out We're the just window. just talking about Florida, man.
4: <laughs> I think that shit's been gone.
1: Yeah, that's true. You're right.
4: You guys have so the race on that. in the background?
1: Yeah, we got the truck race on. Jesus Christ, I can't
4: even get 45 laps and 30 of them been under caution. Yeah, a lot of wrecks.
2: Hey,
1: I went out to New Smyrna last Saturday night to see the Wheel and Modifieds run.
2: Oh, yeah. How was that? Oh, man.
1: Fucking amazing. Yeah. What a great division. I've always been a Modified fan. I've only seen them on TV. I've never seen the NASCAR wheel and modifieds in person. What a great race. These guys are blue collar guys. These guys are guys who work for a living. Oh yeah, for sure. And they race. This is their hobby. Very expensive hobby. We had drivers from all over the East coast, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York. Um, Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's a tour. It's a points paying tour race. So you had the big guys like Justin Bonsignor. You had, uh, Doug Kobe, um, Matt Hirschman. So it was good race. What was cool to see? Uh, so it was sold out. They sold the track out. So a big win for short track wow. racing. New Smyrna Speedway is the only NASCAR sanctioned short track in the state of Florida. That's huh. the only NASCAR home track in our state, which is amazing. As big as Florida is, and there are racetracks all over the place. Yeah, sure. That is the only NASCAR-sanctioned home track. Uh, But it was a good time. Great race. We did have some rain, which delayed the race, but didn't dampen the event. It was good. I see
0: what you did there. Yes, dampen.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I took uh, Big John, me Padre yep made a good night out of it there you go so enjoyed that it was good again it was good to see uh a sellout at a short track local short track nascar's fourth tier division if you will it's this is a division under the truck series uh one of the 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 smallest of the touring divisions so but it was cool good night these guys are true professionals uh, two cautions all night. Wow, that's 200 lapper, and these
2: the, these guys tonight need to take some notes. They need to
1: take some notes. Yeah. The modified division and these are these are cars at new Smyrna half mile track. These guys are laying down laps at 179 miles an hour. Wow, the, I mean the modifieds are no joke, man. Wow, these are basically running the same small block that they run in Cup, right? So they have a seven hundred horsepower small block in a car that weighs probably a thousand pounds or fifteen hundred pounds. And yeah, just running
4: a tubular car. chassis. That's yeah, they're 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 running two chassis.
1: Yep, they that's got insane they, offset. You know, it's an offset chassis. This is these are pretty legit, yeah. badass race cars. So
4: that yeah, was designed cool. to go around corners.
1: That was cool that that was the so that was night two of the world series of asphalt stock car racing held there at new Smyrna speedway this was the 57th year
4: well yeah world of know, outlaws coming out i think out the land area too out there and
1: in- which there's another great racing division the world of outlaws
2: Well, and then Orlando Speedway had something going on because we were driving back past it Mm -hmm. on Saturday night, and they looked like they were were, running. Yeah, or they were just wrapping up. We saw the the trailers pulling out Mm -hmm. because we were kind of out in that neck of the woods for uh, meeting someone for dinner.
1: So this will lead us into uh, a quick little NASCAR. I guess we got a little Daytona 500 on Sunday. We do. So we got truck race tonight, Xfinity race tomorrow, the big race Sunday.
2: The big race Sunday
1: qualified. They did the dual 150s last night, set the field for the Daytona 500. Um, the big drama—you had enough cars entered in the race. Two cars weren't going to make it in, which that has not happened. Just two. Just two. There was a time, sweet Melissa, when you would have 60 cars show up for the Daytona 500. And you'd have, you know, uh, uh, the start, what is it? Big Ed, what, 43 starting positions? 43. Yeah, 43. 43. So you'd have, what, 17 cars not make the race? That yep. sounds like it makes more sense. Well, the car counts are down due to the fact uh... it costs more money to go racing anymore. So two cars didn't make the race. Um, Jimmy Johnson.
4: 40, car, 40 entries, no, not 43.
2: Correct. Correct. <coughs> Excuse
4: me. But Jimmy made it. Jimmy Johnson. Travis Jimmy Johnson made it in on speed.
1: Yeah, Jimmy made it in on speed as well. Um, the two drivers not making the race. Uh, a cup regular and an Xfinity. Uh, I'm sorry, not a cup. A truck regular an Xfinity regular, you had Chandler Smith, who runs the Xfinity division. And Austin Hill, who has been a contender in the truck division as a, a champion contender the last two years. How did, how did Morgan Shepard do? Morgan Shepard didn't show up this year. Oh. But I, you know what? Here's a fun <laughs> fact. Morgan's still yeah. racing. Yeah, of though.
2: course he's still racing.
1: <laughs> Morgan's still racing. He's 105.
2: Yeah, he, dude.
0: 105 what? Years,
2: years old. Years old. Uh, you might as well be. He's been racing for a long time. Oh, I believe you. He has. <laughs> so uh, what do you think? Would what, what we uh do we have any predictions for the race? Is that something we should be looking for? I, I, I it should be fast, right? I it's mean gonna it's be gonna fast. be cool and dry. Right? Yes. And it'll warm up later in the
1: day. It'll warm up what what is let's check the old. Weather for the Daytona 500. I'm gonna go with Eric
4: Amarola. He looked. Uh, Armerola
1: looked good. looked good. He won. He won the second dual race. He did. He looked really good. He that Tampa, Florida zone. I th- there's a guy. I'm 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 a GM guy and a Chevy fan, but there's a Ford guy. You can't help but pull for because he's a good family guy. Uh worked yeah. hard in his career to get where he's at. he raced for Petty. He raced for Petty, racing for uh, Stuart Haas, racing now. Yep. And his car is fueled by bacon, according to the what? rear taillight panel. Yeah.
2: Fueled oh, because it's Smithfield. Smithfield, yeah. yeah.
4: You know what? He's got good equipment. This should be his best chance, right? Uh, this Absolutely.
2: Sunday, Smithfield's done good for him. They've stuck with him for me. They've stuck with yeah. him. They,
4: a long time. They,
1: Anymore, that's what it is. It's the relationship with the driver. It's not the... The sponsors are, it's not the relationship with the team anymore for most sponsors. It's the relationship with the driver. And Eric brought that Smithfield sponsorship with him to Stuart Haas.
4: Deep end Dano Dano has been running good all day. It, it, you know what? There's a guy.
1: So fans, friends out there, and warm Beer and Cheap Seats land. Choir. He's running fourth. He didn't yeah. have a great season last year in trucks. He no. he struggled. He struggled to get in the top fifteen, but here he is. He's running. Uh, he's running Six, sixth.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but he stayed with. I, he's I, been staying in the first three it, rows all Absolutely.
1: Right. And he, he's, he's been helping everybody. He's in contention. He's yeah. in contention in this race. So
4: it's a forty-nine to go. This should be over by midnight. Yeah, because there's going to be about...
1: There will be 15 cautions before this race is <laughs> oh, over. Oh, it's
4: horrible, horrible at the end.
1: Truck divisions. Truck division's an exciting division to watch, but it is a division with a lot of cautions. A lot.
4: A lot. Especially, yeah, if a well,
1: and some
2: it has to do with the experience.
1: Yeah, it, it, you of do course. have an. Ex- you got guys that. This a little is yeah, a little younger. This is the first step into getting into the big leagues of NASCAR racing. But here's the prediction. I don't think you can predict Sunday. Uh, Watching both duels, the Fords ran really good in duel one. And then the Chevrolet seemed to have dominated in duel two. Duel two was the race with... With more of a, I, I think there's more action in the second I race. I got you, I got you.
4: Yeah, the first, first race, was, the first race was,
1: yeah, it was follow the leader. So single like file that. all the yeah. way down
4: to the last follow lap, the and they the still leader, couldn't. the leader, the leader,
1: the leader. Where race to dual two, they ran, you know, double file most of the race. They did get in line and just do the old follow the leader for a little bit, but not very long. So we'll see what happens. It yeah. it seems to be uh the experts that know much more than I do. They they're calling it for the Fords. It, it looks like it might be a Ford race on Sunday, but I say this, you can't really predict
2: it. Who's who's Wood Brothers this year? Uh
1: that's Harrison Burton hmm. is driving the Wood Brothers car.
2: All right. There's like the route when for the 21?
4: 21 is always a nice looking car, too. You know what's
1: cool is they kept the tradition. It looks like the 21 car. The the 21 car in 1969 or 1970 looks exactly like the 21 car looks like in 2023.
2: Hey, classic. It's classic.
1: classic. No, I think it's great. It's just like, uh, you know, the 43 in Petty Blue.
2: Yeah.
1: Which it shows up in Petty Blue less often now because of sponsors, which is a good thing but I like to see that petty blue same here. So I mean, I'm excited for the race season to get started. Um, we had a uh, baseball uh, pitchers and catchers report this week for spring training. Also, we have the world baseball classic ramping up as well. No.
2: Yes. That's going to be right around the corner. That's going to be, you know, uh, next month. We'll, we'll see that. Uh, Word is the Rays are going to be uh, at Tropicana Field. They're going to be really cracking down on that stolen valor. So if uh, mm-hmm. Subway Slams stolen try valor, to, try to pull any stunts valor. at any not gonna, uh, ball I'm games not in pull Tampa. Any
5: Stunts? Don't worry.
2: Well, they're they're looking for you. Trust me. They they have your pictures posted. Uh, security Subway, security is well do? aware of you, and they're going to keep a very close <laughs> eye on you. Yeah, They're I, like I, you know this. This isn't Yankee Stadium where anything goes, and you know bleacher creatures and all that nonsense. The, the, do those can, can those we, guys we still are afford refined tickets? tickets? What's that? The
1: bleacher creatures can they still afford? In
4: Florida, fl- uh, you know we what? prosecute. Okay, so yeah, there's no yeah none of that uh, tomfoolery you pull.
2: Yeah, I don't think they have those cheap bleacher tickets no. in uh, the new what, stadium.
4: Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Is what, what's your what, bleacher what you, creature tickets?
4: What is, there are like box seats here in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. well, I, well, right, right.
1: But what I'm saying is, can those guys still afford to go to a Yankees game? Yeah, probably, I, I, not. I, probably not. What What do you think the average the cheap seats in Yankees the New Yankee Stadium? You
2: know what? They probably, I bet you they they could still probably get a fifteen dollar ticket somewhere. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. yeah do you yeah. think there's still a fifteen dollar ticket? Yeah, it's probably not a ticket you want to. Buy, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure they haven't. Actually, the, Ra- the Rays are advertising these $10 tickets. I think it's the uh, party deck, but I just saw that advertised. So, right? I don't know. I- I'm just happy. The weather's nice. It feels like baseball's right around the corner. It's nice and warm out and sunny. Well, not right now. It's dark and rainy. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're supposed to have a Nonetheless,
2: day. Nonetheless. It's going to be nice weather, and spring training games are right around the corner. You can be out in the ballpark, you know, uh, the chatter, and and everything starts over again. Even the Pittsburgh Pirates have a shot at the pennant. That's what I like about baseball. Everything starts anew. So Kind of like the race
1: season. Everybody's got a shot at the Daytona 500. Yeah, exactly. Well,
2: wasn't that guy lost some talent there? 24, and take Yikes. out a couple more cars or trucks. That's oh, that's ro- that's
1: 24 is Roger Carruth, who just came up from the uh, Arcus series from Washington Ooh, DC. That car's not. Yeah, he's done. His night's done.
4: He knocked it. He didn't even knock the toe out of front. It's out the back. Yeah. So you're you're done.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're done. That. Very, the rear end is very skewed, and Di Benedetto got wrapped up in it. That sucks.
0: Is that a car or a truck?
1: That's truck. This truck series. That's a Chevy Silverado.
5: Hey, uh, uh Elimination uh, Chambers tomorrow
2: night. That's correct. Big that. event for WWE. You know, gearing towards uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, that's always kind of fun, the Elimination Chamber. So, yeah. uh, and I think uh, Lashley and uh, uh, Brock Lesnar have a big match too. And and you got Sami Zayn and uh, Roman, the head of the table.
1: I hope they do something with this instead of make it just a, another Roman Reigns.
2: I think they still build on the story because you don't know what's going on with main event J. Yeah, true. Oh yeah, she, she, there's she, no way that Sami
4: so. Zayn's oh. gonna beat him.
2: No, but maybe. No, but I think maybe there's some working interference on the storyline that uh, the yeah, Bloodline fractured.
1: They have to because, the, again, I'll say it. I say it every week. They've let they're they're resting on their laurels. The, the bloodline, bloodline, bloodline. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. Come on. Let's let's do something different.
2: I think they're building it's nothing on excited different. about him though.
1: No, well, well let's see let's see he's the a belt. big dude with a twat knot. Wow. I want to see the belt exchange hands back and forth. It's almost like they they're kissing Roman Reigns
4: ass. Yeah. I like to see Rome uh, Brock Lesnar win and then him lose to someone else. Like shortly afterwards maybe a month later i think there are a couple guys in the
2: company that could carry the belt and uh do you think it's something in his contract do you think no i i mean i don't know um who Who knows knows how how that that works
1: Um, i think there's a lot of guys that can carry the belt that you know give them a shot give them their moment in the sun Uh.
2: Seth Rollins, sure. No, uh, Seth Rollins, sure. Why not? He he gets a big response every time he's out there. People like seeing him. I mean, You're right Kevin now, go- oh, he's a guy you love to hate. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, Kevin no Nose doubt. Is good. Sure, sure. It's a good performer.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah.
5: Hey, you know, I think uh, maybe, has been a maybe the Rock
4: uh, will win, beat him, and and then step down.
2: Well, no one knows. Uh, it don't sound like. Uh, he he's gonna show up.
5: Say no? Yeah, no. If tr- Triple H is not even, is oh like yeah, he said at the press conference he's not after sure.
1: the last one. Yeah, yeah. They, I, is I The Rock doing like TV or not TV,
2: but movie work? Is that what it is? Yeah, he might have yeah. already something lined up where he he wouldn't be able to go.
0: Isn't he in the whatever movie it is with John
5: Cena? No, he's not in Fast and Furious. Fast and the Furious.
1: No, 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 no no, no, no.
2: He, he's, uh, he's out of the series. Actually, him and Vin Diesel had a big falling out. Uh, yeah.
1: When what was the last Fast and the Furious movie you saw? Um, the third one. Yeah, I've never stopped, seen one. I stopped at the first one. Never. Fought. Oh no, I'm sorry. I saw Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. I skipped the second one. Saw Tokyo The second Drift.
2: one was not good. Uh, the third one is a great bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely fantastic <laughs> bad movie. I laugh at the ridiculous premise.
0: And meanwhile, I
1: just... See, it. as a car guy, they do some shit in those movies that's like, no, no car really
2: does that. It's it's just not realistic.
3: <sighs>
2: no, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I've seen clips of others like they're jumping cars and they like get hooked onto a something onto a helicopter and then they fly onto a mountain and drive down the hill i i mean i think they shot it's, one in space i i don't know it's it's out of control wow i think this is supposed yeah. to be the last one though
4: oh god look, no, unless it's a yeah, 75 impala two enough. door it can't happen okay <laughs> only that car can handle that kind of abuse i
2: don't know a 78 Oldsmobile cutlass salon baby blue with the hint of Sure, rice. sure
4: with a fresh set of shocks, sure, I'll buy that. Yeah,
2: I, uh, I think I stopped
5: watching when it got to Furious Seven, so the last Paul Walker movie. That. Oh, so you stayed you
1: stayed in the cut a little longer. Wow.
5: Yeah, and then once Paul Walker died, I was like, "This, I'm like, fuck it, I'm not gonna watch it anymore."
4: There goes the franchise. Wait, he did yeah. die, didn't he? Yeah, he he well, was racing was his car. Yeah, it crashed. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, it crashed
5: to a pole.
1: Yep. Ugh. Yep. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Change the subject right here. Sure. Um, That Upwork commercial where the, the dead guy. Yes. They use the dead guy as the spokesperson. He falls apart. I and, yes. I don't like it. That's kind of gross. I mean, mm. it doesn't make me sick to my stomach, but I'm like, it's pretty Grody. Are they going to say their company's falling apart? I don't know. That I, It doesn't make me want to do anything with Upwork or give a shit about Upwork with their dead spokesman. Oh,
0: that was a Super Bowl commercial or around that time?
1: Uh, that no, they, they've had several uh, oh. versions of this commercial. This one, I think they did show current one that's running <laughs> now during Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl commercials, were there any that stood out to you? Oh, we
2: kinda oh liked yeah, I wrote down and then I left it on the counter. But I, I gotta say that Elton John must have a huge nut he must carry because he has to be in the commercial. Because he was in another Super Bowl commercial. I'm like, this guy is fucking just poor. Which commercial was that? I missed like, it. Like, sell one of your fucking 14 chateaus. Um, I don't, I don't know. It, like a Snickers or something like that. He he came in in some commercial at the end. Just He
4: should you know, take advice of one of his songs, Yell Help. Yeah. It's the first track on uh, Best of the Westies. Hmm. Yes.
2: Well uh, we'll 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 get to that shortly. That's a
1: little little uh teaser teaser coming up with Big Ed's Rock and Roll retrospective. I think the I commercials said nice
2: overall, about really-
4: It caught me off guard. I didn't Kudos, David.
2: The uh, we were reading the liner notes, and uh, they were pretty hysterical. Yeah. in the album, yeah. what about
5: the uh, the Tubi commercial?
2: Oh, um, wait! Remind me how the Tubi commercial is one. that the one that that made it look like you
1: changed the the yeah the that channel? one. I knew Do you know what? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, dude. so that there's a big uproar on the internet about that. Watching that, I'm like, "Oh, that's the commercial." I'm that's not what touching Casey it.
0: said right away, and I was like, "Huh?
1: That's the commercial." I mean, come on, really? <laughs> I was like, "I'm not touching anything." That's the commercial. I
5: didn't know what was going on. I'm like, but "People are like, what? What the hell? How do how did that get?" Uh, yeah,
1: well, they they I saw where there were people, the reactions like, "Hey, stop fucking with the remote." It's like, you dumbass, <laughs> it's commercial. I figured that out within
2: the first. Thirty milliseconds of that commercial. Yeah. yeah, it's not like someone hijacked your Bluetooth speakers and started, saying, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, reggaeton or something. They're that's right. happened. That's happened like here at New Studio C. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, this is a weird broadcast of this college football game. <laughs> yep, they
4: had us for. A I've done it at the barbershop shop, waiting for my haircut, just get a Bluetooth and put on two minutes to midnight. <laughs> in the spanish barbershop looking around like them. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. that's right <laughs> um
1: so I, I i didn't really have any commercials that stuck Clam out
0: M&Ms.
2: that was
1: gross
0: i know but it's kind of funny
2: That was. yeah i think i think uh they were uh just trolling everyone the whole time obviously there was no commercial that I was like, wow, that was cool.
0: We, I think the beginning ones. I'm trying to
1: remember. All right, yeah, halftime show, time. guys. I'm not a Rihanna oh, fan, no. so I, I could care less. Does she have talent? Yes. Was that a great halftime show? I, I don't like any of the halftime it shows, so horrible. I'm a bad judge. I'm like, whatever. Well,
2: she looked like someone that was pregnant. That Wasn't like, she pregnant? Is yeah, she. pregnant. I mean, come know. on, folks. I mean, she's all right mm-hmm. she's waddling around on stage she has the mic down at her knees she's like not even trying to fucking lip sync
0: but words are coming you can hear words
4: you know she it rubs her crotch like her. a couple
2: times
0: yeah a bunch of times did
4: she rub her crotch she's know. like michael yeah. jackson crotch rubbing like she had something to grab really yeah like, I know, like, 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 okay. like
2: the head of a baby or but something but there was the know.
1: woohoo <laughs> huh.
0: wow it was ridiculous.
1: That's kind of that's
0: kind of no. Then they that. they had her
4: strapped down in case she so she falls off the platform. She's dangling there, so. Uh. <laughs> Wow, I missed the crotch rub.
0: I don't know how. It was over and over and I over mean, and she, over and over again. Like,
2: half the time she was dancing, she was sitting down. I was like, I could sit and dance. I think it she was like needed she her was... vagus or it,
4: something. It's, it's I, in
2: sick. fact, I could do a dance-off <laughs> against her. We both, you know, she could waddle into a chair, and i sit down in another and dance next to each other. I'm going to hang in there.
4: Would you need to be strapped uh, down, too, Case? Okay, or are you going to, you know?
2: Well, I'd, my ass will stay in the seat. But... <laughs> you know I, I don't know whatever i'm not the target audience but i who yeah. is the target audience why don't um, we get some dogs and throw frisbees around it's that would be cool i'd or, like that or get rid of the stupid fucking halftime show and let's get back to the game look the, you're like 40 minutes away from the fucking game we take away from the game the game was decided by the refs again uh-huh. so it it summed up the whole nfl season that the refs had to implement themselves in every aspect of the game to decide it, just I don't know. It, I, to me, it kind of ruined the game because the game was pretty fun. It's it a, is a decent yeah. game.
5: Um, I I was hearing that the uh, the Rihanna was getting like inspiration from Beyonce Super Bowl halftime show, and that's why she really? was doing all the crotch uh, rubbing. Yeah, I don't Beyonce that.
1: rubbed her crotch during a Super Bowl. I don't show? know.
5: I, I don't know. That was like that was like <sighs> a decade ago.
1: Where do you hear this stuff in Subway Land? It's not
5: Subway Land. That, uh-huh. not Subwayland. Like it actually, she <laughs> said it.
1: Oh, she said that she rubbed her crotch as.
5: Yeah. Well, no, she cited no, but she was citing like no, but she was saying like I'm getting like I'm I got my influence. Uh, this perform like before she was doing the like before the Super Bowl she was like. I learned from I was learning from the Super Bowl halftime show that Beyonce did uh, the first time that she did. Not like when she was the special guest for Coldplay. Um, that's
0: slander.
4: No, that's not slander. That, yeah. I... Beyonce.
2: All right. And then there was a commercial with Serena Williams and she's lecturing people about teamwork. And look, okay, is its it? Is it Thank you very much. That's
1: an individual. But does anyone sport.
2: fucking think about this? Like, oh, yeah. Hey, you're going to have a fucking tennis player, fucking lecture athletes about teamwork. I'm like <laughs> what team are you playing on? Yeah. Like who's if, your if teammates? I, yeah. Sure. Winner and sure loser. I don't know. <laughs> fucking tell me. Uh, The other case he brings up the work work day um, where they were talking about the, you know, don't call someone a rock star unless they're a rock star. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Stanley and Ozzy and Joan Jett. That
5: was Billy Idol.
2: Billy Idol. Billy Idol hates idling too, so don't idle your car. Mm. Just saying. He did a piece. What AM if you car. have a
4: clean idle sticker? See, that's the thing. That's what. I no, he to doesn't
2: think. want you to idle your car in New York. That's that's what he said. Yeah. You could take it with him.
4: I'll tell him. so look, it says clean idle. I didn't. It's fucking your government.
2: Well, just be careful. He's the man with the eyes without a face. So just be warned. That's creepy. White (laughs) wedding.
4: Yep. Dickie hit his head too hard in that bike accident. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. That fucking guy wasn't wearing a helmet. He's (laughs) a lucky son of a bitch. He
2: is. He's lucky he didn't end up like. uh, uh, who's the fucking actor? He was from the, the mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon movies. No, nah, anyways. The one
0: that was on yesterday on
2: the news? No. No, but it don't matter. No one remembers. He he has like a frontal brain <laughs> who's injury. Who's
4: the dude on, on how how is done? The keyboard guy, what they call, what's his name again? You know, On the keyboard? What do you mean, like Fred? <laughs> no, no, he calls... Prank calls. Uh, oh, sour name. shoes. Yeah, he could have wound up like sour shoes, stuck yeah. at seventeen years old. You know.
2: Well, that's what this one actor's like. He he, he has no like filter. No. Really.
3: Who
0: are
2: you talking? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look up lethal weapon bad guy.
4: Oh, oh no. Anyone can look it up, but yeah. you know. I'm on it. I live with my keyboards. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's loud. No, that's fine.
2: General
0: Peter McAllister.
2: No, that's not him. But that's all right. It don't matter, anyways. Billy Idol is a lot more uh, stable than the. Yeah, he's pretty here. stable. I was I
4: was just kidding, yeah. but you know they have clean yeah. Idol
2: trucks. Gary yeah, Gary Busey. There's oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, Gary, Gary Busey, Busey is, Yeah, he's out of control. That's why he don't work. He's too unreliable. He really? He's too impulsive because uh, the injury had like... He was riding a bicycle in this No, head? no, a no, motorcycle. motorcycle. Oh, dude, he, he shouldn't be alive. So he's Should riding a bike be. without a helmet. Uh, I don't know if he didn't have a helmet, but he got a, a really bad head injury from it. Wow. And it was like a little after the lethal weapon. I don't know if it was the first or second one he's in. Um didn't know that. I think it was the first one. No shit. Yeah. Cause he had a pretty good career going. I mean, yeah. I think he had was nominated for an Oscar for the Buddy Holly movie. Right. Was Which movie. was really good. The yeah. Maggie Holly
1: story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why like he just kinda went away.
1: Kind of went away,
2: yeah. He Wow. Yeah. Hmm. What a shame, huh? Yeah, he needs, like, handlers because he's, he's, <laughs> he's out of control.
1: What a shame. Yeah. That just shows you. You never know. Your squash is very tender.
2: Yes, wear a helmet. Wear If so you're helmet. on a bike, wear a helmet. Well,
0: helmets can be bad, too.
1: Well, mm, I'll take my chances with take it. Yeah. Take
2: chances.
4: Hey, okay. I got a question. Take a chance with a DOT-rated helmet. Sure, go there, uh, Subway.
5: Any any thoughts on Peter Satora?
0: Love him.
2: Uh, he's a big jagoff. off.
5: Yep. In regards knew, to I what? Knew you... <laughs> I knew you. I knew someone would say that.
4: <laughs> yeah, what? That he's a jack off, or in regards to? I have no thoughts on Peter Satora.
5: No, like regards to like uh Chicago, how he left so how he ditched his uh band members 'cause because he, he's kind
4: of a prick um no you're pretty much recapping it, but keep going wait so
3: wait, wait after are, are, Terry,
4: after Terry cat, uh, the bands just started slowly, just go you know changing Terry cat was yeah, and then, and then the they talent. Brought in.
5: Yeah, and then and then they bring in Bill Champlin, but I think that was like a couple of years after Kath died. Kath died, but still wasn't. They moved their genre into like more poppy uh, than what they were. And then Satara left, and they replaced him with Jason Schiff, who I think was like his father, like was the basis for Elvis at one point. For like, was it like the TCB oh, band? that's or, J-, J.
2: You're um, talking about Jerry Schiff.
4: Yeah. Oh, Jerry Schiff from TCB. Jerry he also Schiff, played yeah. on the Doors. Uh, LA, La La Woman. woman. That's the only first bass player. Yeah, his son. Song credit or uh, bass playing credits on any Doors album. Yep.
5: Yeah. He- yeah, his son, his son was took over Sotera as the basis as slash lead singer. So oh, yes. he he's a and nepo
2: man. baby. I get it.
5: He's a he's a nepo. Yeah, he's a nepo baby. Yeah, uh, right. him and does this uh, sound familiar? Just look over. at
4: listen, listen to him. Yeah, it yeah. sounded like the apple didn't fall <laughs> far from the tree.
2: Yeah, aren't you kind of technically yeah. a nepo baby?
4: Yeah.
5: Um, what, what, I, I,
2: what what, <laughs> what,
5: what, what what, do you call Does it? He split time with Bill Champlin as the lead singer. They only had like one hit after, <laughs> they had, only had like one fucking hit after Satera left. But, like, <laughs> the there Gordon, it is. I fell it's... In love with them.
1: <clears throat> That's the first uh
2: <laughs> slide whistle of the show. Wait,
0: was that a sound bite?
2: <laughs> no, it's like right by the window no i
0: didn't know if it was
4: big ed it's fucking live
1: live, live slide whistling <laughs> yeah, we don't do none of this soundbite slide, <laughs> slide whistling on our show come on
2: no he he lip. he's lip syncing oh my god yeah uh, did you <laughs> practice that yeah,
3: that was
0: from a video
2: game someone was really oh, inspired by uh a, a, a symphony performance <laughs>
4: After seeing that Jacksonville Symphony, I'm like, okay, I need to step up my game a little. I need to that guy with the songs. triangle. Guy was committed. <laughs> that was funny. Would he, he, would he be <laughs> considered a triangulist? <laughs> no, this guy, I this, have percussionists in these, and, and it was a guy way in the back. And he had this thing, it was like a triangular shape, and he was like going with the beat. And like, you can't hear this fucking guy. <laughs> Die Di goes over to me, she goes, that's commitment right there. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I could so be the percussionist in the Jacksonville symphony. <laughs> they just got to get used to having a slide whistle part of the, you know, sorry, slide whistle comes with.
2: <laughs> Can you do like some. Because what if, the, what if
4: the violinist falls down and her easel. falls? <laughs> Someone's got to go. <laughs> you know a little comic relief so she doesn't you know cry any more than she's already gonna cry
1: wow we're assuming it's a she
4: well i'm thinking or of the who? lady that was on the uh, oh the was, was side who was the second seat viola she, she was, was like, big as a house people? and she like when people clapped they would take their like the uh the string the string instruments they would you know taught their ease like that would be their clapping you know this lady wasn't having it. She just sat there with her hands folded. She's like, I'm not, no, I, I don't do that. Plus, I don't think she can move her arms. She was huge, this lady. Oh, my. Oh, maybe her I'm favorite gonna... Beatles song is, uh, <laughs> she's going to carry
2: that weight.
4: <laughs> Dear Prudence, you know. She, she did not come in through the bathroom window.
2: <laughs> she rolled she didn't through fit. Oh. She came in like the Kool-Aid man.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta find out that lady. So you should send her like a fan mail. I saw you <laughs> with the with the uh, people from New York songs that I love the way you just sat there and didn't fucking move. <laughs> that was inspiring. I can hear I you. Big head.
2: <laughs> I, I could hear you wheezing over the, the
3: music. I
4: can hear your hate of your job. I could be rather be home drinking zymkendal and eating funyuns. Oh, funyuns are pretty good. Yeah. Oh. You
2: That's look like a, you it's need a, a, for her, it's
4: a lifestyle.
2: You look like you need a CPAP
4: machine while you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. This this is a true story. <laughs> wow. You
1: took That's like you right
3: got out of yeah, breathing
2: problems, dude. <laughs> I would ask her where his other six hundred pound sister was. She's that big.
4: Okay, she so you know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> uh no,
2: know. I no.
4: But you couldn't see from your vantage point? <laughs> no. So she sat I to the right of the go. conductor in the uh first row, like one side was violins and the other side of him was with those violas. Yeah, yeah.
0: To the left from
4: where you were. Yeah, I was so to the left of me was the violins. The conductor was in the center. He was right in front of me and to the right were the violas and she was second seat. And she was just a middle-aged woman. She did not smile. Um, She didn't show, you know, gratitude, you know, when everyone would like clap and they, however, you know, the string section would do it and other people would just, she wouldn't have it and she didn't do shit. It's like, nah, I don't appreciate any of you fucking guys. Wow, yeah, that's the impression. I-, I can read these things. You know I me. Mean? Years um, of experience at the uh, but the percussionist, he gets the old, the commitment award. <laughs> Guys, not mic'd back there. I can't hear a goddamn thing he's doing, but he was committed <laughs> playing that triangle. He all kinds of he had all kinds of little gadgets back there. <laughs> He's yeah. like, you know, I toured with Steely Dan on the uh, Asia album. You couldn't hear me, but I was there. Again, not mic. Don't understand. <laughs> well anyway, getting back to the Nepo. Yes. Sorry, we got a little sidetracked, but you you get the point there, uh, Subway. Yeah. You know, uh, Mr. Subway's handle, right?
2: No. Damn. Are, are Wait, are you asking us or are you asking Subway?
4: Well, I was asking Subway. We told him, Casey and I talked about it. We're like, told Brian. He was all excited. And like, Casey, what was it? You're like, I can't
2: remember. I can't
3: remember either.
2: That's why I write everything down. Me
0: too.
4: We didn't write this down. Sure didn't.
0: Well, I think it was um Zipperman.
4: No, it wasn't. This is this is pre Zipperman. Oh. We we talked about it on I think not on the we talked about it after the show. Cause I listened to that show and I'm going, Oh, we talked about it on the show. I listened, I'm like, damn it, we talked about it on, on the post-show wrap-up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out later. I'm not going to figure it
2: out right now. Yeah, yeah. We got that, other that, things That, to that figure process out. isn't going to be fun for anyone to listen to. With that said,
1: Big Ed, rock, rock and Roll, and roll Retrospective. Ed.
4: Take it away, Big Ed. Sure. <clears throat> so last of the uh, flea market finds was Elton John's Rock of the Westies. Uh, Elton John's Rock of the Westies, 1975. This was the 10th album I would was surprised to hear at this point in 75. He had already done 10 albums. Uh, Rock Rockin' the West is a 10th studio album by English musician Elton John released October 4th, Mrs. Big Ed's birthday, 1975. The title is a spoonerism on the phrase West of the Rockies. The album having been recorded at Caribou Ranch in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado released uh, less than five months after his previous album, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, Rock of the Westies repeated that album's then unprecedented feat of entering the U.S. Billboard 200 chart at number one. The album is a spoonerism of the phrase "best of the Rockies." And if you're not familiar with the phrase spoonerism, it's an occurrence in speech in which corresponding uh, consonants, vowels are switched between two words in a phrase. He's ordained after the Oxford Don and ordained minister William Archibald Spooner. Just a little fact for you, trivia. There was a little shake up in the lineup of John's longtime band on Rock of the Westies, being without his longtime drummer Nigel Olsen and bassist D Murray, both of whom were fired during april of seventy five added in their place was hookfoot drummer Robert Roger Pope and American bassist Kenny Passarelli who had previously played with Stephen Stills and was an original member of Joe Walser's band, Barnstorm. The album charted worldwide, went platinum in the US and Canada and and uh, in the UK. Oh, excuse me, gold in the UK. This was the last original studio release from John DJM Records for performing his own label, The Rocket Record Company. The song Street Kids was featured in the 2008 video game, Grand Theft Auto IV, Nine tracks on the original uh, clocks in at 43 minutes, 39 seconds. Band members on this recording got Elton John lead vocals, acoustic piano, James Newton Howard, harpsichord, Rhapsody string synthesizer, uh, clavinet, mellotronic electric piano, Davy Johnstone electric guitar, Back and vocals, rhythm, slide guitar, voice bag, ov- ovation guitar, banjo, slide guitar. Caleb K, electric guitar, back and vocals, acoustic rhythm guitar, lead guitar. Ken Passarelli, bass guitar, back and vocals, Roger Pope on drums. Ray Cooper, tambourine, cowbell, congas, jawbone, baramba, cassina. See, this is the guy I, got, I can do. This is me, vibraphone, shaker, wind chimes. Wind chimes, God, I love that, maracas. You got uh, LaBelle, back and vocals, and Orson, Kiki D back and vocals, and Clive Frank, back and vocals. produced by Gus uh, Dudgeon, produced seven of John's 10 albums that went to number one and established Elton John as one of the most successful single artists of the 70s. The album album starts out with Yell Help, starts with a funky riff, and I'm getting uh, acquainted and reminded of that sound that made famous by John in the early 70s. Nice groove with great harmony backing all throughout, and John with the steady keyboard makes this noteworthy. Dan Dare, the voice bag on the guitar stands out on the opening riff by guitarist David Johnstone and John's funky vocal rasp. I can understand why John would have wanted this as the single, but was overruled. This deserves a listen and when you do listen to the drum fills by Roger Pope. Island Girl, this was the single and makes more sense. It did stay at number one on the charts for three weeks, a song about a Jamaican prostitute, a cool song with slide guitars and xylophone. I gave credit to the aggressive vocals in the bass line throughout Passarelli, excuse me, by the bass line by Passarelli. I listened to the banjo in the background. Grow some funk of your own. This sounds more like a traditional John rock song with the macho lyrics about hitting on a girl in the cantina. I guess you're still in the closet at this point. Has this Saturday night is all right for a fight feel to it. And it's a nice rock song. John is still on top of his rock and roll game. I feel like a bullet in the in the gun of John Robert Ford. This is about like if I've never heard one, it is listenable. It's a nice story. The lyrics are really strong, and a metaphor from the bullet of gun of John Ford, who was a traitor and shot an unarmed Jesse James in the back of the head. Street Kids. This up song, a fast move and a great rhythm work by Caleb K. And give a cheer for David Johnstone on the slide Tour. Of course, John on the on the Ivories makes us a favorite, and I love the little woot woot chant at the end his unique finishing to the end of this rocker. Hard luck story, I kept wanting to make the song louder, but it took a minute to get up the volume. It was just a long fade in. The bongos is a nice touch, and I'm thinking at this point, John can really arrange the music to give each track that special sound, a lot of John pounding on the ivories to round out this rocker. Feed Me, this is a mid-table song, musically has a contemporary sound with some really dark lyrics about addiction, and the paranoia that is associated with addiction. The cold circle of wanting, getting side effects and back around the circle. The song grew on me. John really sings with passion and I felt the pain in his story while the bass line and percussion carried me through this journey. Billy Bone and the White Beard. Musically, this sounds a little upbeat. When you listen to the lyrics, you'll find out it's about a dead mariner, Billy Bones. The chorus really has the song come alive and John shows off his vocal prowess and the rest of the band is there for the ride. Some nice fills by Roger Pope. Okay, so this is an album where I had no expectations and really got my attention. There's a reason why Elton John is a superstar. This has a lot of energy with power chords, musical arrangements, and let's not forget John's prowess on the piano. This album solidifies his worldwide superstardom, another original album, but not to compare prior work, but big shoes to fill after Captain Fantastic. This can stand alone even if he never wrote a number one album before or after this one. This gets three and a half Montecitos, and although the Duke Boy of Nessaquag never had any Elton John, was he was, however, a very young Duke Boy when he was turned on to Island Girl at Mr. Big Ed's brother's house in the back room with the Lutes House and listened to it with Trick or Three. The Duke Boy needed the Temple of Searings to keep the foot in it. After all, you cannot tear up the median on Sun Lake Boulevard listening to Elton John. I am Big Ed, listen and enjoy.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is a a, a fun album.
1: Solid. I, right? I was impressed with some of the songs on it. and I'm not an Elton John.
4: It's a solid you know. effort. Big Mike, this is what made Elton John a superstar, was I, I can catchy see hooks like I, this. And Ber- I could listen to it again.
2: And Bernie's a good lyricist.
4: Yeah. The um, lyrics are really intense on a lot of these songs. They, they, they definitely, Bernie Taupin is a storyteller.
2: Oh, for sure. Uh, the liner notes are really funny. Quite hilarious. Um, they refer to Bernie as a, a little imp. Oh, yeah. um, then there was a comment because it must have been during like one of the many Paola controversies <laughs> in radio, where uh, Elton there was a comment like Elton sold a lot of records without the benefit of Paola. All right.
4: It went platinum it went gold the first six months it went gold and was certified yep. platinum in the 90s the album before it was captain fantastic that was like you know the eagles doing hotel california and then following up with the long run which sold eight million copies in and they panned it because it wasn't hotel california i'm like that's right. not the point that's what i was trying to explain earlier if, if Elton John never did Captain Fantastic or uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, this sure. is a standalone piece of work that any artist would be proud to have. You know, say I wrote this album. You know, there's some great tracks. I mean, I I was totally floored when I listened to it the first time. I'm like, wow. When I saw the album cover, I'm like, that, that is a, a a raggedy looking Elton John. First of all, <laughs> right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> And he's writing about, singing about, you know, meeting women. And I'm like, okay, so this is before he came out of the closet. So this is 1975. I don't know when he came out in the closet, but the sound changed like the instant it did. Mm. Right. 70s Elton John. I mean, he, when I was growing up, they was, this was on the airwaves, Island Girl. I, I can't tell you, I knew that song, the way it starts out with that slide guitar that's a cool song i don't know if you ever heard it before no i wasn't you know what i wasn't familiar with one
2: song on that album
4: it was 75 yeah. so uh by the time you probably got familiar with the radio you were probably down in florida sure Other than what we were playing in the house you know what i mean right Um i didn't have any elton john i mean i knew honk you know saturday night's all right for fighting your song i mean right I didn't realize that he had done seven number one albums and, and, you know, not in a row, but this guy he produced with seven albums went to number one. Yeah. That's, seven, pretty, that's yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. I, I was, I looked forward to play the first track, yell help. And then there was one that, that at the end, they were going, woot, woot, At the They would chant towards the end of the song. like, oh, so yeah, cool. yeah.
1: You know, it really wasn't a bad album. It was an easy
4: listen. Yeah. All his albums from that era, Big Mike, are, are like that. Just just a, a good straight-up rock and roll, but there yeah. are a lot of arrangements, a lot of complexities. If you listen, there's some songs had banjos in the background. There's xylophones. I mean, he, you, I was reading off the, the – the, the, there was a reason why I went through those musical credits because all those instruments, I didn't – now, if if you break it down, like you know, this guy played only in track eight, and this guy only played in track six, seven, and two, you know that kind of thing. I wasn't going to do that. I just, yeah. You know, uh, and that wasn't his touring band, but the the two bait, the two guys that are replaced were also part of the touring band. I, I was surprised because I when I listened to it, the drummer is the same style. Like the fills were very similar.
2: Well, I think the drummer they had in that album, I think he came from um Paul McCartney's band.
4: No, he came from Joe Walsh.
2: Oh, he was Joe Walsh?
4: Joe Walsh, one of Joe Walsh's bands. Joe Walsh oh, had several okay. bands. He had more than just the James gang, he had the Barnstormers too.
2: Yeah, I'm not too familiar with them either.
4: No, but Joe Walsh was all about like the power trios back then, like just because the super groups were all like three pieces, you know. Sure. No, a pretty. And, and Kiki D, who I mentioned doing back in vocals, she did don't uh, go breaking The my heart. Flip Side. Yeah. Don't go. Remember that song, Don't Go Breaking My Heart? Yep. She was. Okay. That, that was the next album.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. She was. Because I remember, I, I don't know if we talked it on air or off air. We. I thought that song was later, but I guess that would have been around 76, 77 when he did that song with kiki d yeah it
4: was it was probably 77. yeah or seventy seven. it was the next album yeah i just know because uh you know during gym the girls used to do like calisthenics to that song they had a song you know every every quarter they would change it and that was one of the songs interesting but i remember listening to uh island girl with tricker 3 in that back room that where where we wound up ha- uh being our room when we first moved Oh, right right, before big bob uh, moved back in you know right. they didn't come back in until a little later on right and when we come down that's where we'd stay in that room and <laughs> Trish, tricker had a little 45 and we'd play that song and Hey there, Georgie girl. That one was another one. I used to get her mad. I used to take it, <laughs> the little center part out, you know? Yeah. I just let the the, the needle, like, wobble with the song. <laughs> it be oh, so off-speed, she'd get mad. Because <laughs> I, like, so, so many music I didn't like, like, hey there, Georgie girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good album. Definitely worth three and a half Montecitos. It's uh, I, I, it was a shocker for me. I was like when I listened to uh, them, Crooked vultures and I couldn't get enough of it. This album uh, yeah. really grew on me. Listen to it a few times, you'll you'll start catching things. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. So, what what direction are we uh, where are? Where we going? Next? Yeah, I thought we were going. I was going to head towards the southern rock. With southern rock, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I have one. I want to yeah. do like the ultimate southern rock album in my eyes. Uh, Street Survivors, Leonard Skinner, their last okay. album. Good, okay. good just, album. Uh, I'll do that. And if you guys want to pick out, I know Big Mike. This is kind of, I'm getting. This is kind of getting off on your exit. Yeah, you can throw one at me, Casey. You want to, Melissa? You want to throw one at me? That's fine.
2: Well, I think Subway's out album. I don't know if he's a Southern rock guy. Uh he's,
5: I mean, oh, There he is. There he is i i mean
4: no pressure you know i mean i like
5: leonard skinner that's all
2: all right well you just sound like you just picked an album (laughs) now you gotta wait till next year to get another selection
4: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what i could easily you know do four i have i have a couple in mind i wanted to do like uh an obscure one like Blackfoot strikes you know sure and that has train train on it has a whole has a couple of good you know,
2: it, no, the obscure's good though too. You know, uh, just uh, you, you know, we're. I, I think the whole part of the the rock and roll retrospective is to bring things back to light, or or at least just kind of relook at it sure. in a you know different set of ears.
4: I think we've done. Uh, you know, and I could. You know, if people don't like it, don't fucking listen. But I think uh, there you go. And I'm going to say next is only like six people listening, <laughs> right? Maybe seven because yeah, it could right. be, yeah, yeah. It could be, you know, people down, I don't know who's downloading the show or not, but you know, I put, I put a good effort in, in, you know, forget about the listening. The listening goes on. We'll start tomorrow and we'll end Thursday. And then I start penciling it on Thursday and all, you know, I'll take two hours straight to finish up and, Clean up what I did during the week. Anyway. There's a little background on what it takes
1: to get a Big Ed Rock and Roll retrospective to the table. To the table
4: takes some work.
1: Farm to table. Here's something neat. Now, if you if everybody just download the Naughty Radio app, mm-hmm, they can hear Big Ed.
2: Give his retrospective. Every every Sunday. Sunday, Every Sunday, Sunday, Eastern Standard,
1: they can hear him, hear our Big Ed give his retrospective, then listen to the entire album uninterrupted. Naughty Radio.
3: And what if they
2: wanted to buy that album? What would they do? Well, they buy it from Naughty Radio. There would be a link to buy the radio either through the app or through the website. Mm -hmm. And you can put in for a discount. The promo code Warm Beer. There you go. That's
4: there you go, warm beer. So anyway, so, if you uh you two uh Joe can out. think you, I'll, you know. I'll,
1: I'll get you an album.
4: All right. Southern Rock, big Mike. I'm on it. So next week, uh Street Survivors. Your D'Lo had the original album. Yep. Yeah. With the with the flames, oh really, yeah, oh wow. Because when the album came out, the guys were you know alive, right, 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 right. And then after the plane crash, the guys that were in the flames uh, had passed during, on the accident, so they changed the album cover. That's
2: kind of weird, huh?
4: Yeah.
0: Really?
4: Yeah. Go Google, take your Google machine and Google Street Survivors <clears> original <throat> album or something like that.
1: Big Ed, do you know who I'm leaning towards with my selection? And I'm going to have to peruse the album. Mm, I'm thinking any Charlie
4: Daniels, Marshall Tucker, because Marshall Tucker just died too. He was almost 100 years old. No, uh, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was like in his 90s. Well, Marshall wow. Tucker
1: wasn't a person. It was just a band.
4: No, but the, the singer...
1: Toy Cal- Caldwell. Look, lot of- Those are good choices, though. I do like Charlie Daniels. Big fan. Marshall Tucker Band's pretty kick-ass. How about the Outlaws? Yeah,
4: I got some Outlaws. Tampa
1: yeah, Tampa Band. Yeah, I do enjoy. So I, I think my selection is going to come from one of those three
2: bands. I'm leaning towards a... Uh... Black Crow's album. Not Ooh. sure which one. Oh, some modern southern rock. I guess yeah, you could call... Uh, you know what, Charlie they, Daniels? They, they're southern rock band.
1: Fire on the Mountain was a pretty kick-ass. Oh, that's tra- a
2: great song. I
1: have it downstairs.
2: Mm.
4: Fire on the Mountain, that's a pretty well, kick-ass. I'm going to pick, right pick two. Oof. I think I'm going to do an Almond Brothers 2.
1: Ooh, that's a good choice. They Brothers. Are a southern rock. Yeah, man. yeah,
4: for sure.
0: Sweet Melissa.
1: That's a song about you. Yep. Almond Brothers, you can't go wrong
4: with Almond Brothers.
2: Nope.
4: Do you know when Greg Almond wrote that song, Sweet Melissa? He had all the words, had the music, and he couldn't come up with the catch tune, the Sweet Melissa. He had, uh, you know, he would hum it.
2: He was like, fantastic, Jessica. No, that don't work. <laughs>
4: Yeah, you dirty whore. Like, nah, that's too subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Funky. He was in a convenience store. And a woman was yelling for her daughter, Melissa. Sweet Melissa, get over here. And he went, ah. That's how sometimes inspiration hits you, funny. Yeah, like the walk this way. That's a cool story. If you ever go look that up. That's a cool story. I couldn't come up with the chorus. And they were in the theater watching Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells them, walk this way. Mm. There's a bunch of stories like that. Yep. Useless trivia. I don't know why I remember shit like that.
0: That's
4: fun. Yeah. All right, well, we'll be... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, anyway, to just... uh, recap elton john's It uh, was a fun album i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope the fans enjoy it uh i think if you listen to naughty radio on sunday you'll hear it and you'll see what i'm talking about
2: yes now generally the it's a week behind what like if they listen to sunday it's <coughs> what, what you did last week yeah which was hold on mm-hmm.
4: I have it written down Pete Townsend's White City, yeah, so no that's an eclectic uh group of songs,
2: yeah, uh but hey th- that's what we're kind of doing though we're kind of yes. checking everything out,
4: yeah yeah that that was a soundtrack when you break it down, but oh, for sure, but rock of the Westies i I like it, I' definitely give it two thumbs up. Oh, for sure. I enjoyed
1: it. Good album.
4: I don't think we've ever had Big Mike to get a a like in the whole album.
2: Yeah, I I,
1: I liked
4: uh, it. I enjoyed it. You might want to email Captain Fantastic and tell him.
2: And his Dirt Brown Cowboy. Yeah.
4: Dirt Brown Cowboy was, uh, yeah. he. That's a hell of a name. (laughs) Yeah, well, the first song is called... On this album was called uh, Yell Help. It's a medley. If you look at it. Now, did the album have the nine songs I went over? Yes. Okay, because the album I have had two more songs on it. And the yeah, usually
1: the digital releases will have like the bonus this was tracks the really, on Yeah, this
4: was the 96 release from no. 96. So it had two more tracks on it. And it was it had the B-side to Island Girl, which was not on the album. And actually Kiki D was it was a duet with Kiki D. Hmm. Yeah. It wasn't as up tempo as Island Girl or Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Anyway, good album. And you know what? It's forty-three minutes. Falls right into that. I like that forty to fifty minute range. Yep. It it boom, the needle right in the middle. Hey, I went to a good Super Bowl party. The owner CEO of Fly Alliance had a a Super Bowl party at his house in Wien Nice. Had it catered, had a DJ. I mean. A DJ? Huh? Yeah. (laughs) A DJ he played during the commercials. But, like, you know, the party started at 430, had, like, a balloon guy for the kids because, you know, there's some uh, young families there. Class act, this guy. No personal. He kept making like penis balloons, though.
2: Yeah. Inappropriate yeah. <laughs> Penis vagina balloons, balloons.
4: Yeah. balloons, the whole time.
2: I hey, wanted kid. to ask
4: the guy to make a dictal and I was going to hang it in the tree over there where everyone takes pictures in the morning on my way to work. I'm like, look, the dictal source. Know?
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> it was a good time. I I, I I don't think I've ever eaten that much. Uh, he had wings. He had a taco bar. He had uh, just all kinds taco of Taco bar. Open wow. bar. Oh, thank God I wasn't taco drinking. you bar. Uh, wow. Open, open bar. Oh.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Me How many Uber. people, roughly?
3: Uh,
4: 40, 50 people. I mean, but he had a big house, so it wasn't like it was crowded. You know, it was a big house. Windmere. You know, Windmere case? Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, he yeah. did a class. And you know what? I don't write. I wrote a thank you note just as like, wow. It's like just just down to earth.
1: See, that's classy. Thank you notes. I think that's a lost art. Thank you notes.
4: Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. So when I see him, I don't, okay. have, when I see him, I won't say thank you. I'm like, uh, I sent the card. Okay. I sent the card. Yeah, exactly. Card to I, I tell you, like, what do you, I was like, well, I have an agreement. With my brother, you know, if we send a card. We, have, we don't have to do right. shit to each other. Card I says it. Uh, it goes birthday. Covers the text. Well, it could be for any occasion, I guess. Right. Yeah. Thanks card, card covers it. Yeah. The so there's no text, phone call. There's no, you know, just. It's redundant. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. You already sent a card out. Hey, I already spent 52 cents. Come on. That's more than a phone call <laughs> these days. <laughs> Even you if like... you, you know what? I still have first class stamps that I bought like maybe eight years ago. I don't know how much a stamp was eight years ago when I bought the book. Cause I bought like, I don't know, a hundred of them. Nice. Mm. I still got about 10 left.
0: That's an investment right there.
4: Oh yeah. If you can. I mean, it, it is a good investment because stamps are good. If, you know, the post office, they don't know what the fuck they're right. doing. So you just. Oh, you could Stamps a good.
0: Caroline, I found out you can like triple the price.
4: If you have a first class stamp you bought in 1972, it's still good. And really? Then, you know, yeah. Because okay. a first class stamp just says when you buy them, they're whatever face value the stamp is at the time. But it's good for doesn't expire mm. so if you've got stamps from 1972 that had first class and you put it on there it's gonna get it's gonna get it goes, it's going through baby i have it's some old through. stamps i might have to try this there no not stamps that have already been used casey i'm talking well, like no
2: not postmarked <laughs> i'll have to check
1: no we I might think... have to experiment with that Yes, maybe we have to mail it to studio c yes and see if it arrives
0: i do they believe you
2: not we'll to believe who? That, that's why you know. buy them.
0: They're forever.
1: No, stamps not the ones are, in '72. Right. No, they're they're forever. Uh, that they I were not seen. forever stamps. They were.
4: No, they weren't forever stamps. What was what
1: was a first class stamp in '72? I probably no like idea. six
4: cents. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was pretty goddamn cheap.
1: Was it six cents then? Was it
2: that cheap? No, well, I, may, it may, it maybe it was 50, like fifteen. 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when i got to like 23 and fucking people were ready to read like old.
1: yeah
2: i'm like really how about you uh here i'll give you 23 cents and you can walk this letter to dallas texas for me mm-hmm. oh it sounds like a good deal still a good deal mm-hmm. what can you get for 52 cents not, not a whole lot can't nothing. get a soda anymore you'd still send a letter across the country someone hands delivers it for you hand delivers it what a value They should hire the post office should be. What's going on over there?
4: Well, I could mute the mic, but I'm just trying to see the cost of the stamp. Six cents. Holy shit, I was right. Mm
1: -hmm. Six cents. Six cents. In nineteen seventy
4: two. So in fifty years that thing is uh multiplied by eight and a half. Wow, six cents, that's
1: cheap.
0: Right?
4: Screw stock market. Yeah. Got some stamps. Sell your stamps. You got a book of stamps.
2: Yeah, don't invest in gold. Invest yeah. in stamps. Invest in stamps.
0: Invest in paper.
4: First class stamps.
0: But they seriously on Amazon have stamps that are triple the price of what they're worth.
4: What do you mean? They're how selling is it is a
0: stamp again? For- for- a book is like fourteen dollars or
4: how many stamps though? Should be maybe twenty eight stamps?
0: Twenty. Well, I mean they vary, I guess. I just know it was a couple months ago, so I don't remember numbers exactly, but I was trying to get stamps. My new job had me purchase them on Amazon and I picked the cheapest ones, but the math did not add up. They were charging extra. I thought that was illegal. But I mean, there were some like that were double or triple what the value Hmm. was. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. I
0: showed you. You gotta get
2: the postmaster general involved. I think we does. must. He should be listening to the show. Probably. He probably is. You gotta
4: get the postal police involved.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: they don't mess around. Yeah. Don't fuck with the postage.
2: Don't fuck with that's the mail. That's gotta
4: be a sweet gig. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's gonna be the new law and order. Post office division.
1: There are many stories
2: that happen within the post office. I These are some of them. Thumb. You know what? I think you I think you're onto something. Uh-huh. Fucking Dick Wolf is already greenlighting that. Oh god. He's listening, that motherfucker.
4: You <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, so I bought two new catfish and they're going nuts.
2: Well, that's what
4: they do. Corridors. Going nuts. Go nuts, nuts corridors. Way. Yep. Are they chasing other fish? No, it's their first day. They're still getting a lay of the land. I was going to get another Petey, but no Petey's. They're so out of Petey's. No, corridors doing? are good. Yeah. I got uh, three snails, two for the big tank, one for the little tank. And I got this little Mexican lobster I put him in the other tank with the, uh, the minnow from the lake. So he has someone to play with. <laughs> he's, he's going to be just chasing that minnow around. I don't know. Well, he's kind of small right now, but if he grow, if there's anything like the last one I had, that thing got really big and it destroyed oh, really? The tank. I was oh, so God. happy when that fucking thing was dead, it was, it was like on its side. and like, yes, finally, <laughs> he was just tearing up all the plants. You arrange it nice, get them all settled in there. Come back two days later, and shit's floating on top of the tank. And he's just like, you know, like, like a Mexican bandito with his claws, like, like he's shooting a six shooter, you know. Yep. I'm grateful Well, this they are problematic. They are they they're cool. They're a cool novelty, but they they have to be. You know, fake plants are just... It's got to be like a rock scape, you know? Yep.
2: Well, I, th- I think we kind of covered it all. We covered quite a bit.
4: We sure did.
1: As we always do. Here on Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. <laughs> nice. It's only two, three, four slide whistles tonight. Yeah. Not overdoing it. We're, we're a light on slide whistle.
2: You don't wanna you don't wanna abuse it, you use it when yeah. it's Alright. Keep the shiny side up, greasy side down, gang.
4: Naughty radio guys. Noon. By the record.